Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Residual Bulldog Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about making tough business decisions. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dan McCabe, founder of the Residual Bulldog and creator of the Residual Bulldog community. So, um, first and foremost, as always, appreciate you guys jumping on. And today I want to talk about making tough decisions because I've been faced with a few big decisions myself here recently and it's kind of funny because i know people are going to listen to this podcast there's gonna be a handful of people like was that me was that was that me he's referring to was the tough decision like something that had to do with you know what what we got going on but um you know anybody who had to make a tough decision with or people i needed to talk to um need not worry because i already did so but um but yeah it was just an interesting time because you got to think about you know, some really big things. And sometimes in business, you need to make really tough decisions. It is so easy when you get so involved with working with different people, whether it is in um, your real estate business, your network marketing business, people that work with you, for you, vendors, accountants, lawyers. It's really easy that over time you build these friendships. And as you build the friendships, you, um, you start what do I want to say here? <clears throat> you start kind of creating this atmosphere where it is harder to look at it objectively from a business perspective. And I know a lot of people have been stuck with this. I've talked to a lot of people who are stuck with it. Um, I was admittedly stuck with different things and knowing what to do um, in certain situations. And actually, it's happened plenty of times. If there's one thing you know, there's plenty of things, actually. There's not one thing. There's a bunch of things I've screwed up over the years, just like any good entrepreneur. But if there's one thing that um, I've certainly done to a fault more often than not is, you know, when we've had different companies and um, I've held on to people, um, especially back in our, oh man, we I have talked about it here before. We started a real estate software technology company back in 2010. And I held on to people and held on to that company for so long. Um, after I should have just because of my loyalty to the to the people that are in there. So um, one of the things I really appreciate now is, you know, I work, it's, we've got a pretty simple system, pretty simple team within Residual Bulldog, Residual Movement. You know, it's uh, myself and a couple key people. And then we've got a team of VAs. And um, one of the things that we have, we've learned and, you know, when the time is right, we've just been having the the tougher discussions and making sure that everything's out in the open and everything is on the table. And I try to look at things from purely a business perspective. Um, or I'll, I will even point out, like you know, let's, you know, let's all step outside um, ourselves here for a moment, just look at the business and what's the right business decision. And it it took me a while to get to the point. Um, where I can do that. I, I still can't say I'm great at it. I don't like uncomfortable conversations more than anybody else. Uh, but it is one of those things you get forced to do and you need to do as you're building and growing a team, um, no matter what your platform is. And really, we talk about it all the time. You need to build and grow a team in order to properly leverage time, talent, effort, money, all the things that you need to do if you want to grow residual income and you want to grow wealth and you want to build legacy. Uh, it's not going to happen based off the work of what you do hour to hour to hour to hour. So we can't trade hours for dollars and get exactly where we want to go. We need to lean on other people. And we need to talk to other people. We need to build teams. And sometimes when we're building those teams, it involves uncomfortable conversations. So, you know, we, we've we been looking at kind of 
making a shift within the residual bulldog community and how we are going to operate and how we are going to um, better serve our community and better serve you guys, people that listen to this podcast. And in order to do that, we need to provide you with the best opportunities to take you on a journey that helps you get from wherever you are at to building something bigger, something greater. If you are at ground zero, if you've got no residual income right now, you've got no time, you've got minimal money to invest, how can we help you? How can we get you started? So we've been uh, making, you know, just some pretty big shifts within our training programs and our training platforms. We were great at kind of getting people going, but now we've got, we're putting together some stuff and some core products and you will see um, some additional products being rolled out. There'll be webinars. These webinars are so chock full of training. It's ridiculous because I don't know what I'm doing yet on them. And so I'm providing a ton of content on them. And at the end of the day, we, you know, our offer is really going to be, how do we take people on that complete journey. Not just here's a here's a strategy that should work. Um, read our three ring binder and watch these videos and good luck to you. I don't want to do that. I want to I want to be with people. I want to help people succeed. I want to be more successful when we help other people be successful. You know, the perfect alignment, the reason I like network marketing so much and you know what I try to do within our info marketing business as well is how can I create incentive programs? How can I create um, kind of like a results-based program? Network marketing is great because I can go out there and help provide you results. And if I get you results, then I make more money. So it's this true alignment. Like I get to go and just do what I want, which is serve you, serve the people on our team, help them grow, help them achieve their dreams. And if I do that, and if I do that enough times, I'm going to more than exceed any dreams that I could have for myself. So same thing when you're building a team. How can you go out there? How can you help other people be successful? When you help enough people be successful, you will get where you want to go. So I love those industries for that. At the same time, those industries come with tough decisions sometimes. And I've been watching around the network marketing community, and there's been some major shifts over the last six months. Um, we've talked about it not long ago here on this podcast, you know, some of the things that happened with uh, one of the big nutritional companies that decided to get rid of their network marketing model this past this past year, um, about six months ago. And the effect that that had on the entire industry was crazy. I mean, it was a huge company, it was a legacy company. And they said, poof, uh, we decided not to. So it take it, that puts a huge impact on the industry. Now, um, also in the US, there is, there's a lot of shifting going on right now. It's And maybe it's just that I'm getting more and more involved in it, so I'm just starting to see it more. But I'm really starting to notice a lot of leaders that are shifting companies, changing companies. Um, you know, there's all kinds of backlash that comes with that because then people start accusing people of cross-recruiting. People get angry. People get mad. And it it makes sense. It's uh, it's hard. Somebody leaves and you lose a chunk of your income because of it, uh, because somebody decided not to stay. Well, I know that sucks and you have the right to be frustrated with that. But at the same time, who is responsible for that person leaving? Is it that person? Is that person a bad person because they left your team because they left your organization? Or did you not do enough in order to keep them there? which is something that people just don't think about. Instead, people get really defensive really quickly. And, you know, it's going to, um, 
yeah, it just creates a lot of animosity all over the place, which is unfortunate. If there's anything weirder than a network marketing presentation, when you hoodwink your um, your brother-in-law into a coffee shop for a meeting to sell them your network marketing thing, it's leaving a network marketing company and dealing with the backlash that comes with that. Uh, some of the people that have left, I mean, I've seen some amazing leaders, some big leaders leave um, companies that they've been in for a long time this past week, and I was just kind of watching it. I mean, it's like watching a train wreck, so I can't take my eyes off of it. But you watch them and you watch how much and how bad people criticize them when really what were they doing? They were making a business decision for themselves. They were making a tough business decision for themselves, for their family. Who do you look out for first? Depending who you talk to, there's all kinds of different answers to that. But for the most part, people are going to rank family up there number one or number two, depending on what their relationship with God is. So you got family right up there at the top. And if that's what that person is truly thinking about, you know, can you really fault them for any decisions that they're making? So it's just been a, it's been an interesting week, you know, and I, you know, we, we went through, um, you know, a bunch of um, internal discussions with our team here over the last month or so, just on how do we change things within our own company. Um, and at the end of the day, I feel like it's all been really good, positive stuff. And it's it's helped our direction tremendously. And when we can get our direction um, focused in, it makes it better for everybody because everybody knows where they're going, for one. Um, two, it just makes it less stressful for everyone when everybody's got a proper direction. So, so that has been our intent focus um, for quite some time now. And along with that, um, tough decisions are going to need to be made or have been made. And it just involves a lot of deep thinking and things like that. I started doing the Miracle Morning. If anybody's ever read that book, Miracle Morning by Hel, Hel Elrod, uh, super interesting. And I really wanted to go to the guy's event here this December because he just announced it's going to be his last one. But starting to do that Miracle Morning where you wake up every single morning really, really early. So for me, I've been waking up around 5, 5.30 every morning, which is, you know, uh, quite a bit earlier than I used to wake up. I had a pretty cushy gig for a while, uh, waking up around 7.30, every single morning because my kids don't get on the bus till nine o'clock but now i wake up at 5 30 before the kids are awake um, i've got the meditation in um, affirmations visualization um, some exercise you know all the things that hell elrod talks about in his book so um <clears throat> so i've been doing that i've been doing that just because it's helped me gain focus on what i need to do within my business so i would highly encourage you if you have not done that go ahead and take a crack at it um go out there and try doing the miracle morning try doing the meditations i've i've been talking about that quite a bit lately i am by no means a meditation expert and i can't even say i'm very good at it but i had an experience a handful of weeks ago that I believe changed me forever where I got up there and I actually got into that state that they talk about when you're meditating. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but this has got to be the greatest drug of all time. And I want more of it. So I've been working on it every single morning. And, uh, you know, every day is a little bit different. Some days are good. Some days are meh. I have not yet quite got myself to that place. I got that one time where I was in an ultra deep, relaxed state, but I will get back there because I will persevere. So Anyways, making tough decisions, first and foremost. You know, that's what I was going to talk about here today. Um, the meditation's been great um, just because it gives me alone time to focus and think. Um, but even more so than that, where is it? where are your priorities? And let your priorities guide that decision. More so than avoiding the uncomfortable. 
So let your priorities help guide that conversation. If your priority is your family, what what's best for your family, what's best for relieving stress in your own life, let that guide that um, internal discussion that you are having with yourself. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you guys go for today, but I'd appreciate if you hop on over to iTunes and rate and subscribe to this podcast. If you got any value out of it, share it as well. Plus, if uh, if you're interested in becoming part of the conversation, you can go to residualbulldog.com and there is a survey feature on the main page. You can fill that out and we will guide you in the direction of a good place for you to start your own residual journey. So that being said, appreciate you guys as always. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.